All right. Well, before we get started this evening, this is our kind of cold open. Uh, of course, Tyler actually came to Jester here tonight on our own. But uh, before we get started here, I just want to say keep an eye out on my TikTok next Saturday. I will be attending possibly two college football games in one day. I'll be keeping you guys updated on the entire journey all throughout, and I'll probably be uploading that TikTok on, on Sunday, uh, starting with the game at App State, App State versus North Carolina on September 3rd at noon, and then leaving Boone, North Carolina, traveling three hours and some change all the way down to the University of South Carolina, Williamsbury Stadium, to watch South Carolina versus Georgia State. Again, I'll be posting a lot of stuff from that, a lot of content from that that uh, day trip, if you will. And, uh, yeah, with that, we'll just get right into it. A chance to win this historic coaching matchup in triple overtime. Penn State, winner of the 2006 FedEx Orange Bowl. Liner going to try to sneak it ahead. He got in. Touchdown, FC! Fourth down, one second left. Michigan trailing by four. Hitting. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown, Michigan! Michigan wins! Fake to Stewart. To the end zone! Touchdown, Oregon! Brian Pacinger from Dennis Dixon! For the Broncos. Branson's legs might be critical here to save time on throwing the ball. Down the middle, James, the lateral! To the corner of the end zone! Can you believe that? Off the line right here. He's going for the corner! He's got it! Am I mistaken, or was that not the final game of Keith Jackson's career? I don't think that it was the final game of his career. I know. I think that that was his final game as a lead, though. I was about to say. I mean, I don't think he he did anymore. He was never on. He was never a Saturday Night Football guy from because that was really the last year that I don't really remember seeing much of and. I, I haven't heard or seen him uh, call a game since. So, anyways, with that being said, this was that, that, that was video. The last, by the way. Good to know. Mm-hmm. With that being said, uh, you know this is speaking of last. Uh, this is the last preview of the preseason tomorrow. Man, it's finally here. It feels so good to say tomorrow is week zero. College football will be played. Uh, we've seen some preseason NFL. It don't matter. It's not the same. We want to see college football. We want to see regular season NFL football, and uh, we are we're we're now here. Um, one day again, one more day away. Uh, noon Eastern time, or sorry, twelve thirty Eastern time tomorrow. I think they'll be playing in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, they'll be kicking off over there, Northwestern versus Nebraska. That's a game that should be on everybody's radar to watch in Week Zero to see what this Nebraska team's really all about. And see if maybe we underrated Northwestern a little bit, but otherwise, not too many huge, uh, you know, games that, that really mean anything to anybody. They're just kind of a bunch of tune-up games. Maybe Vandy versus Hawaii will be worth something to somebody. But um, there's yeah, one gonna, important be game for me. 
Well, there is there there it is, but that's a it's a game that I don't think you're overly concerned about either. No, if that not. makes sense, you know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. I think the one game that everybody's really concerned with it has to be without question Nebraska versus Northwestern, and I I'm one of those people who's right in there in that crowd because I want to see what this Nebraska team brings to the table. But with all that said, we're not we're not here to preview Week Zero. We're here to talk Alabama football today. Uh, a team who has gone up, you know, in the last, you know, decade and a half, almost last 10, 15 years, and has been as dominant as we might have ever seen in college football. And they continue. They they come off of a, a national championship appearance last year where they lost to Georgia, but they ended up picking up a transfer in Jermaine Burton from Georgia. Um, so a national championship winning player already. Uh, a team that, that was so young last year. Well, I mean, when they talk about a rebuilding year, I mean, that was that was as close to rebuilding as Alabama's going to get for a while, especially under Nick yeah. Saban. So it's going to be interesting to watch what this team's able to do. I don't I don't know what I'm going to say about them. I don't know what, you know, what to well, – well, I really don't know what to say other than these guys are legit threats as every year for the national championship. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say, truth be told, like it's they're they're a really good team. Like there, not a lot needs to be said about them that hasn't already been said, both by us and by other other legit experts. On yeah, other members of national media. I mean, everybody's been talking about yeah. this Alabama team. I mean, obvious. It's obvious. It's gonna be a really that, damn good team. Like, it would shock me otherwise. Yeah, and so, well, here, here's what we're going to do, right? I have four wins on the board for them already. We'll show them when we get up on the on the schedule. But first, I want to talk about this team because there are some pieces we're talking about here. Let's start with last year's team as a whole. A team that put up 488 yards per game on offense. They were they were absolutely phenomenal. One of the better offenses we can, we'll talk about here uh, this season. Uh, they they actually didn't have too much of a turnover differential, which is kind of shocking. I mean, they were one turnover per game, and they, they had 1.3 turnovers forced per game. Their defense allowed 300 yards per game, which was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, that's right on par with what you expect Alabama to be doing. And then we let's talk about this team. Bryce Young last year. 4,800 yards, almost 4,900 yards, 47 touchdowns to seven picks. I mean, he was the Heisman Trophy winner, and a lot of that we talked about thinking maybe maybe he shouldn't have been. It, it should have been Will Anderson. Those numbers are Heisman Trophy numbers. The thing is, I think a lot of people expected it, you know, thought that the receivers did a lot of the work. Well, he doesn't have those receivers this year. You got to look at, you know, he doesn't have Jameson Williams. He doesn't have John Mechie now. Uh, Slade Bolden, even it does. I don't think I saw on the roster when I was looking through it, but they do have some decent players. Jaleel Billingsley transferred out as well, but they ha- do have some guys: Cameron Latu, Treshawn Holden, JoJo Earl, um, you know, and, and a handful of other guys that we're going to talk about as well. Their defense is still phenomenal. They bring back so much on defense. I mean, there's no no need to even really look too far on the defense. I don't think there's going to be any question marks there. This is just a really solid team. They Again, they have some guys that, that left their running back. They don't have Brian Robinson. They don't have Trey Sanders. But they do still have Jace McClellan. And they get transfer running back from Georgia Tech and Jameer Gibbs. 
I think that running back duo is one of the better ones. Uh, we'll see what Jameer Gibbs is able to do. Was it Georgia Tech or will it be him? Uh, that's what we're going to find out. But they have running back by committee. I mean, they can pick anybody they want in that backfield and um, and be just fine. Again, at quarterback, I think they they don't have any issues. It'll be Bryce Young. If Bryce Young gets hurt, maybe that's when you start asking some questions and start worrying about this team. But until then, I don't think it's going to be worth worrying about. Uh, and, and and otherwise, I mean, we, we again we talked about Cameron Latu. You know, Jermaine Burton. We talked about him transfer from Georgia, transferring out of after a national championship over here. Uh, Tyler Harrell. Uh, from from Louisville, um, Jacory Brooks is still on this roster. JoJo Earl, Treshawn Holden, um, you know, there, there's going to be a handful of other guys as well that maybe uh, step up and and make plays in, on this team too. We're not saying that those are the only guys here, but this team, I mean, there's a reason they're coming in preseason number one. Not only in in the way too early poll, our poll, the AP poll, the coaches poll. I mean, Alabama's number one across the board for a reason. And, and this roster explains everything you need to know. Yeah, I mean, this, this team returns so much, both sides of the ball, um, coaching staff. That defense is going to be really damn good. Um, there's no – there's limited turnover there both coaching staff and uh, as far as players go. I mean, again, what needs to be said that has been said already. Well, with that being said, I mean, I guess why not? Why don't we just get right into the predictions? Four wins on the board, as I said when we got when we got going here, there are four wins up, and, and because they're not games that really need to be talked about. We got Vanderbilt, Utah State, Louisiana Monroe, and Austin Peay. Sorry, Cam, Utah State should not. There shouldn't be a question mark behind this game. It should be tune up and get ready to go to Texas. Unfortunately, 100% fair statement. So, with that, let's pick up at Texas. Quinn Ewers named the starting quarterback. Texas had a lot of injuries, though. Isaiah Nair goes down. That a really important offensive line piece go down earlier in the fall as well. I think that if this Texas team was fully healthy and they could get the offensive line where they want it to be by the time the season starts, I would be ready to pull this upset. But I'm just not. I think Alabama is going to be able to win. And, and uh, you know, in their first true road game, I'm proud of them. You know, they're finally getting out of their shell. You know, they're not playing. the. And I'm not making jokes either. I mean, it might seem that way, but I'm really not. Like, they're finally leaving the neutral site, you know, in the past, they're leaving neutral side games. The they're, they're playing a home and home against a power five opponent for the first time in a while, at least against a solid power five opponent for the first time in a while. Uh, and and that, that should that should say all it needs to say. Uh, I'm excited to see this game. I just think that, that this game is not going to be as close as some may want it. Yeah. Um, before Texas decided to catch a case of a serious injury bug flu. Um, I This is a game that I would have gone back and forth on. Not just today, but um, the whole time we've been doing this. Um, this, this one would have been an early game, a little too early. Mm-hmm. We talked about some teams being a little too out, too fresh in their season mm-hmm. to really go out and, and win a big game like this. I mean, some people Every- talk about the South Carolina. VJ, for example, talked about South Carolina. 
and how they're not going to be good enough to win early in the season or they're not going to be ready to win. I mean, mm-hmm. not good enough, but not ready to win. That's what this Texas team is to me, even when they were healthy. I just didn't think they were going to be gelling enough to oh, be ready yeah, to win sure. a game like this. And but now with these injuries, again, Isaiah Nair, that's a huge hit. I, people are overlooking how big of a how big of a hit that is yeah. to their, their team. And, yeah, and ultimately I do go with a W for Alabama on this one. Um, I I think that, like you said, the Nailer injury, like all the other injuries out of Austin, man. You you want to talk about a team that got decimated? I I feel bad for Texas fans. For I wouldn't say decimated, but it's going to be tough. I mean, Roshan yeah. Johnson should be back at some point this season, but the, the rest of these injuries are season-ending, the ACL injuries yeah. and everything. But so, victory for Alabama. Yeah. With that being said, they go in to Fayetteville, Arkansas, to take on a, a what should be a ranked Arkansas team at the time. I think Alabama wins, but, man, would I not be surprised to see this game be close. I mean, a lot of people talked about it being close last year, and it kind of was for a while. I, I think this, this could be one of those years. A lot of people don't really have a lot of faith in the in, in this Arkansas receiving core. I'm telling you that there's a reason to be. There's a reason to, to look forward to seeing this Arkansas team play, especially on offense. However, I don't think they get it done. I think Alabama wins and stays undefeated. I'm going to pull. Um, I think that this is going to be a close game. Um, it would not surprise me, though, if Alabama wins at the same time. Um, I I do like this Arkansas team a lot, though. And it catches Alabama on a tough week to not be at least a little looking ahead. Like, we've seen this happen to Saban before. And I no coach is completely immune to it. Um, and I think that Arkansas falls at the perfect place for a trap game. Like at the same time though, it wouldn't surprise me if Alabama just comes out and wins. like I, but I am willing to pull this. So I will go ahead and pull them. All right. Well, the face A&M in a spot where this was the game they lost last year before they got to the playoff and ultimately ended up losing to Georgia. This, this is a game they lost last year, and they lost to Zach Calzada. I know they weren't thrilled about that. I know they weren't happy about losing a game like that. I think they're going to come out of this game ready to roll from the jump. I think that, that Alabama wins, and I think they controlled the game. I don't say, I'm don't say i not going to say a blowout, but I think they control it from front, start to finish. And, uh, again, another win. That's 6-0. and Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, like you said, Alabama controls the entire game. Um We've seen AM at times struggle at Bryant Denny. Um, and even though they, this team, I, I know that I feel that AM's a much improved team this year, um, even from last year, which was a good team. Um, I, I just think Alabama's able to get a victory. First of all, they're going to want. With my predictions, they're going to want to bounce back. Second of all, I I think Alabama has the ability to control this entire game, and they don't want a repeat of what happened last year. 
against AM. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, well, that was fair. Tough. Anyways, um, on the road at Neyland Stadium against Tennessee, this might be a Tennessee team that has the best chance to do it probably since 2016. I think this is the most talented Tennessee team we've seen since that time frame. However, I think the win streak continues. I think Alabama wins, but I would not be surprised if this is at one of those closed games in the fourth quarter that Alabama just kind of narrowly escapes. Yeah, Al- I mean, I meant to say Tennessee. Tennessee has the offense to be able to keep up with this Alabama offense. Um, we've seen Saban throughout his career at times struggle against these types of offenses, the spread you out, throw the ball around. Um, I I have Alabama winning this, but like you said, this could be a very close game and come down to the wire. They get Mississippi State at home. If this game was on the road, I, I this would probably be the game I went with the upset in. But it's not. I think Alabama's going to win, but man – Will Rogers and this this Mississippi State offense, we talked about them a little bit a couple days ago, I think, with Georgia, because that was a team that I think all of us really pulled the upset on. And this Mississippi State team's good. I just think that Alabama's better, and again, the experience on this team's going to help them. That's going to get them 8-0 and going into the bye week. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. If this were on the road, this would probably be the game I would have pulled an upset. Um, but unfortunately it's at Bryant Denny. Um, and I think that it might be close through about two to two and a half quarters, but ultimately Bama does pull away. Absolutely. Out of the bye week, they go on the road to Death Valley to take on the LSU Tigers. But at this point, could either be having a really good season or a really bad season, uh, but my guests are kind of kind of be in the middle of the road under new head coach Brian Kelly. Uh, I think Alabama wins. This is going to be this is going to be a fun game to watch. I'm really curious to see what what uh, LSU brings to the table in this one. I'm really curious to see what this LSU team brings all throughout uh, the the first half of the season, three quarters of the season. But I do believe that LSU or Alabama will win and uh, stay undefeated. Yeah, and I I have I don't have Alabama undefeated at this point, but I do think that this LSU team, um, LSU always finds a way to be competitive against Alabama, and I don't think this year is going to be any different. Um, Brian Kelly's a good enough coach. They'll be ready and everything. But ultimately, I just think Alabama's too much, especially for a first-year head coach who lost a lot to the transfer portal and graduation as well. Um, So give me Alabama. All right. Well, then they stay on the road, go to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium in Oxford to take on the Ole Miss Rebels. This is the one I'm pulling. I think this Ole Miss team has everything they need to get this job done. They have two really solid running backs. They can throw the ball, whether no matter who they go with, whether it's Luke Altmaier, uh, Jackson Dart. I don't think it matters. I think they're going to be able to get the job done. 
the defense is a little suspect. I think we're going to have to wait to really see what they're about come come this time in the season. But for right now, I think this Ole Miss team Sorry. not only gets it figured out, but I think this Ole Miss team is able to outright upset the Alabama, this Alabama squad and, and take them out of undefeated contention, but not out of playoff contention. Yeah, um, this is a game that I would be willing to pull, but since Alabama lost in earlier in the season, they're going to be 100% ready for this game. Um, and I have Alabama winning. I do, like you're saying, I do think that it'll be a close game. On the road at Vought Hemingway, never an easy place to play. We all know, we've we've all heard the stories about the Grove and whatnot as one of the best tailgating places in the country. Those old Miss Rebels and their fans are going to be 100% ready for that game. But Alabama is going to be just as ready. And give me Alabama. All right. We give them a win over Austin Peay. So that means they faced Auburn to close out the season. I think this game's not even going to be close. Uh, we're going to be looking at what was that, 2019, 2018, when nice. Alabama just rolled all over them. Uh, I think that's going to be a similar look. And uh, Alabama closed out 11 1. It's very rare when the Iron Bowl is a blowout. This is one of those years. Alabama's just going to kick the shit out of Auburn. Like, I don't need to say anything else. Yeah, well, with that, I mean, we both have 11-1. and one. Um you know, I'd really like to do our playoff predictions. We're going to get a graphic set up, and on Sunday we'll be presenting our – or actually, we'll do it on Wednesday. We'll present our playoff predictions on Wednesday um, for you guys to see everything because, obviously, I don't think anybody playing on week zero is in our playoffs, so we don't really have to worry too much about it. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it and, and make sure we get that out for you guys on Wednesday. But with that being said, that wraps up our previews. 35 straight days of college football conversation, whether it be conference previews, team previews with the top 25, it's all over now. It is time for college football season. Again, week zero starts tomorrow, which I can't say I've been more excited for many other things in my life. Um, just because week, you know, week zero is that's when it all gets started, obviously. So I'm here for it. I'm ready to see what happens. What's um, not to love? College football's back. Yeah, exactly. Um, and speaking yeah. of being back, we'll be back on Sunday. Uh, Sunday, we actually have a really packed show to get to on Sunday. I can't wait to uh, to get to it. And I'm actually going to go over some of the topics here for Sunday's show for you guys. So you guys can kind of get an idea of what we're going to be going over here. So, with let me get in here real quick. So we have done every single team in our top 25, of course. Those are all done now. Our conference previews are done. So the topics on on uh, Sunday are going to be the preseason awards show and the games that we would go to in 2022 um, if we were doing our own our own travel show and, and hitting game, a game weekly. So mm -hmm. with all that, that wraps it up for us um, here. So, 
We'll see you Sunday. Oh, wait, you know what we didn't do? The defending SEC champions made an appearance in the national championship game. Are they going to make it back in 2022? So, starting off at home against Utah State, the defending Mountain West champs, they've got no chance. I'm sorry. I, I like Utah State, but it's, it's Alabama. Let's be honest. ULM, also an easy victory. Vanderbilt, easy victory. I didn't skip over the Texas game. Texas is going to be better, but not good enough to beat Alabama. We're going to go ahead and put that as a fourth win. This is where things get a little bit interesting, though. This four-game stretch right here. All four of these teams, yes, I said all four of these teams, have the talent that they could, if the conditions are right, pull off the upset over Alabama. Now, does that mean that Alabama's going to lose four games? Absolutely not. But I do think it's possible because, you know, there's a little bit of a rivalry brewing between Jimbo and Nick Saban, that A&M game. A&M was the only team besides Georgia in the national championship game to beat Alabama last year. There's a little bit of a possibility that that Alabama team could overlook Arkansas. Now, I'm not saying they will. Nick Saban is usually really good at keeping his team focused. That being said, I think Arkansas at home, they were close as it was last year to winning in Tuscaloosa. I'm going to give them the victory. That being said, Alabama rebounds. They beat A&M at home. They get their revenge. They beat Tennessee, as I already mentioned in the Tennessee video, and they'll beat Mississippi State going into their bye. If they make it through this part of the schedule unscathed, they will not make it through the next two weeks without one loss. I, I do think that there is a good chance Alabama does lose one game this year. I'm not saying they're going to lose more than one or anything like that, but I think they're going to lose one. And I'd say if they don't lose at Arkansas, I would say they're more likely to lose at Ole Miss. But since I already have them losing at Arkansas, I'm going to give them a victory over LSU and Ole Miss. And, of course, you, you can overlook those last two FCS teams. Oh, I'm sorry, Auburn. Quit playing like an FCS team. I mean, you were close last year at home, yes, but I just I don't trust where Brian Harson and, and Auburn is going to be this year. They lost a lot of talent. They're not winning, even if this game was at Auburn. Yeah, Brian Harson's looking for a new assistant. Um, no, anyways, no, I, I'm I agree with him. I mean, I'm not one of the worst Power Five coaching hires of all time. It's very possible. I mean, it sucks to say. I wanted to see Auburn be better, but man, they're just not not in it right now. So we'll see what happens with them. I mean, again, I think we're all pretty problem. consistent. 11 and 1. I think Colin had the same record, but I don't know. He didn't send us his, his predictions. He, so he, I, I think he said that he's going to do a TikTok here in the next 24 ish hours. Congrats. All right. Well, then, with that, remember, stick around. Uh, Sunday, we'll be doing our week zero recap plus those topics we mentioned. Wednesday will be our week one preview show plus the playoff predictions. And then Saturday's week one and keep tuned in to my TikTok specifically as I'll be catching two games in one day potentially if everything works out and I'm able to get that ticket to the App State game. So with that said, stick around. Stay tuned to us for the next week. Uh, college football is back, everybody. We'll, uh, we'll see you on Sunday.